0: Welcome on this beautiful fall day. I must say that um, preparing to come to the zendo this morning I had a little bit of fear in me Um, and I think it's because I'm I was remembering the shooting at at the Tree of Life uh, synagogue and uh, was strange to to feel that. Um, here's this little zendo in the woods, away from civilization, uh, and yet I, I am rec- was recalling that a, I think in the early '90s there was a Buddhist temple that was um, that was attacked by a, a gunman, and nine monks were, I believe, nine monks were killed. Uh, so. I had that, all those memories coming up and um, just feeling that when we are practicing uh, we're really quite vulnerable. Uh, uh, We are, in a way, our practice is we're praying, uh, but we're not praying to some uh, transcendent being. But we are in a very vulnerable place. Uh, we're not in a defensive mode, we're not act- actively m- moving around uh, and so we're, we, we're easy prey uh, for um, someone who is hate-filled or wanting to, has some kind of ideological um, uh, axe to grind. So I was thinking coming to uh, the Zendo today was in a way an act of courage. Um, I'm not sure that all of you consider that, but um, I think it is, uh, because you are, you are placing yourself in a very vulnerable position. Um, so, uh, And it's very important also to, in spite of this um, suffering in our country and the hate and the divisiveness that is so present, uh, that in spite of all that, we, we inhabit our places of worship, uh, our places of spiritual uh, commitment. And so it's really important that you showed up uh, and inhabited this place in the face of all, all of the suffering in the world. So thank you for, for showing up. And speaking of showing up, I was um, a number of months ago, I discovered something very moving to me, um, that was a Zulu greeting. And I think I spoke about this a while ago. Uh, but want I want I to be to, to explore this even further. It's a, um, a Zulu greeting, which I was speaking about, uh, with the word "sawubona." That is the Zulu Zulu word for "I see you." I see you. Um, and in my research on this, I discovered that often it is not just I see you, but we see you. So it's not simply uh, that a singular person sees another singular person, but it's that person representing all beings to recognize someone. Uh, and in doing so, that someone comes alive. So if, um, if I say to you, upon greeting you, you enter my space or we meet on the road or uh, we meet at a dinner, and I say, I see you there's there can be something very deeply enlivening about that that when you give your attention your full attention to someone they feel like they have they've come alive they've opened up they are recognized and it's not just um It it doesn't feel quite like the person is recognized for a specific role that they play or a specific skill that they have, but that they're being seen simply as a a human being. That it's it's a completely open acknowledgement. It's, yeah, I see you. What I discovered was that there is a greeting that precedes the I see you, and that greeting is Sikona, and apparently that means, I am here to be seen. So when you move through the world and you come into relationship with people, someone comes to visit, <clears throat> visit you or you go to a meeting with a person or you go out to dinner with somebody or you have some kind of uh, social or personal or professional relationship with someone, how about... Approaching that contact with the feeling of I am here to be seen. Sometimes you have to talk to yourself. And I, I do that a lot. You know, you're sort of carrying these little sayings or mantras or to remind you, uh, like breathe, you are alive which I have on my license plate. <laughs> so every time I, I get out of my car and walk around the front of my car, I see, breathe, you are alive. It reminds me. So sometimes we have to talk to ourselves and say, okay, now I am here to be seen. And what does that mean? It means that I, it can mean a lot of things, And I invite you to consider what that might mean. But certainly, it has the quality of, I am present. I'm here. I'm available. I'm open. I'm here to be seen by you. Um, (laughs) In in doctor's offices, they have um, this kind of pain spectrum, right, uh, that you can, they always ask you, where are you this morning on the pain spectrum from one to ten, right, and we could put put that same spectrum not on pain but on presence, <laughs> you know, we, we could say, where are you on the presence spectrum, are you fully here? Are you a number ten? Are you number five? Just kind of half there, uh, and still sleeping in your bed, or uh, worrying about dinner tonight? Or you know, are are you here? Are you fully here to be seen? It's an interesting thing that happened this morning. In fact, right during our our heen for me for me. Uh, I, uh, I sort of pride myself on the flower arrangements, and I noticed that as I passed this flower arrangement, the daisies were dead, <laughs> really wilting badly, <laughs> and I thought, oh my God, um, That's awful. And I had this intense impulse as I passed the flower arrangement to pull the daisies (laughs) so nobody would see them. And that's sort of true of that other little arrangement there, too. The yellow flowers are kind of wilting. And so I had to pass that a couple times with this incredible impulse to awful. People are going to look at that and think, you know, Mado was neglectful or, you know, her skill has really deteriorated at flower (laughs) arrangements. And so my ego, every time I passed it, it was, There there they are. Maybe nobody even noticed it, but I certainly did. And, um, The last time that I passed it it occurred to me that I could look at that as you might say a feature those dead daisies that I could look at it as that's an illustration of autumn where everything is wilting and dying so then it becomes such a deep reflection of the autumn season. (laughs) And I. so it was tremendous learning right here this morning for me that I could look at this, my attitude could be very different. In either case, I was protecting my ego. I I was very self-centered about it. I couldn't just see it, that's what it is, without trying to make it into something that I could justify, that I could be proud of. So what I was called upon to do as every time I passed that flower arrangement was, here I am, I'm here to be seen. This is my flower arrangement for today. Um, Look at it. and so I was very much aware that I had to resist the impulse not to be seen for that. Um, so one, So when we come into a, a relationship, particularly with other people, where we come with, I am here to be seen... We come with all our vulnerabilities. We say, I'm here. I can't control what you're seeing. And no matter how much, you know, maybe we failed in making a connection, uh, maybe I'm really sad today, or maybe I'm frustrated, or maybe I'm not feeling well. I'm here to be seen. That That is quite a, um, a practice to, to, to let go of your armor, the armor of your roles, of having to pretend that you're something that you're not. Like, I'm sad today. I'm here to be seen. I'm here to be seen. I'm not covering over. I'm present just as I am. So that is a way of approaching... People, situations, we could say authentically. Authentically. Being genuine. And not having to cover over. So, <clears throat> no masks, but is this is, um, I sometimes refer to Eleanor Rigby. Um, Eleanor Rigby picks up the rice where a wedding has been, lives in a dream, waits at the window, wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door. Who is it for? All the lonely people. Beatles. So Eleanor Rigby stands at the window stands at the window with the mask. So sometimes we can't even be genuine with ourselves. Right? She is just standing at the window, still wearing the mask. So can we also, sitting on our cushions, walking ourselves through the day, Can we feel within us an authenticity? Are we pretending to ourselves that we are not who we are? So it's a sort of self-deception. Can we break through that mask, even in our private moments, to become fully authentic and truthful and honest? without pretending to ourselves that we're someone we're not. I sometimes you know ask about you know, how how do we talk to ourselves? How do we treat ourselves? Much as how we how we treat other people. How how we see ourselves also reflects how we see others. So being available I am here to be seen even to your children your partners your family your colleagues yourself and then I am here to be seen and the other person responds I see you I see you can we really see another person particularly the the people who we tend to put into roles in our life you know our partner, our children, our parents, our you know, people who are below us in rank, can we see them beyond that, beyond their armor, beyond their labels? I like this story. It happened to me um, a number of years ago, and it's sort of still happening. In the winter, I usually go to California, in part to practice at Jokoji Zen Center and to do some teaching, and to visit my daughter, who lives in Alameda. And my daughter knows that much of my life is spent um, helping other people, counseling, uh, teaching, uh, being sometimes a workhorse, you know, doing lots, working hard at um, helping, being of service. And a number of years ago, she said, Mom, when you come to California this year, you're going to be the queen. And I'm going to wait on you hand and foot, and anything you want, you will be treated like royalty." I arrive at the airport and um, go down to the baggage claim, where I usually meet my daughter, and she had gone into a costume shop (laughs) and purchased a crown. crown a costume crown of course and she was standing at the baggage claim with this crown and of course I was quite surprised but my first impulse was to put the crown on so I put the crown on and was walking through the airport <laughs> with my crown and of course found found that quite interesting they were uh, all kind of looking at me and I knew that my daughter had her heart was in the right place (laughs) and I wanted to acknowledge her and I just didn't want to sort of tuck the crown into my, my suitcase and forget about it but and she thought this was of course quite amusing and beautiful and as I was walking through the airport with my crown on I thought to myself what if everybody was wearing a crown? Wow what a different world perhaps we <laughs> I hope there wouldn't be any competi- royal yeah. competition, royal <laughs> competition but <laughs> but it would be such a lovely thing if We each saw each other as royalty, as what we would say in our practice, having Buddha nature. If we could all see the Buddha nature in everyone we met. So when we say, I see you, what we're saying is, I see the queen. I see the king, I see the prince, I see well, Prince Siddhartha, uh, I, see, I see Buddha, I see Buddha. I see that on uh, a Thursday group, we talked about Buddha entering uh, his, um, the deer park, meeting his uh, five friends, and they saw a radiance about him, right? Can we see the radiance? in everyone, in everyone. So when we say, I see you, we are seeing that radiance. So that's a challenge for us, to, to be moving through the world, being available. I'm here to be seen. In all my wilt, wiltedness, and I wouldn't even say in my imperfections, because in the end they're not imperfections, they just are what they are. I've made that into an imperfection, and I can make it into a perfection, too. So ultimately, it's neither perfect or imperfect, it just that. Uh, so, so here I am to be seen... And I also am here to see, to, to bring. When, when people come together this way, they come alive. There's a good reason why um, the lotus flower is a symbol of Buddhist practice. First of all, the lotus emerges out of the muck, <laughs> out of out of out of the mud, um, out of the darkness of that pond. Um, and so too, our suffering, our darkness, provides the 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 soil, the earth, the 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 ground. Out of which the lotus which is an extraordinarily beautiful flower grows it's not only beautiful visually it also has a beautiful fragrance so when the lotus arises out of the mud in the dark at night it closes up it closes up and the outside of the lotus is very rough. It's not. It's not soft and beautiful. It. It's actually, you know, kind of, um, uh, 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 kind of grating to look at. It's not. It's not terribly attractive, even as a bud. But as soon as the dawn arises, and the sun begins to rise, the warmth of the sun and the light of the sun begins to open the lotus. Little by little, it opens to the light and the warmth of the sun. And the innermost petals of the lotus are the most fragrant, and they're incredibly fragrant. But you would never know from the muck and the bud that this was such an extraordinary flower. So when you offer yourself to others, opened, and you can offer your vision, your warmth, your light to another, that, much like the lotus, opened. So we say, in, also in Buddhist practice, the two wings, wisdom, compassion. Wisdom, compassion. When you offer your wisdom, I understand you, I see you, I want to learn about you, I want to be open to you that offering of understanding the light the light of the Sun that opens the flower and then the warmth of the Sun compassion I open to you with the light of understanding and the warmth of compassion and when you know when you feel that from somebody else I'm here to hear you, to see you, to understand what you're going through. To try to enter your life with you, engage with you. We have something to do together. And then also feeling the warmth of somebody else. You know. That's why, you know, a hugging practice is really good because you can actually feel the warmth of another person. And when you get a genuine, deep, warm hug, something opens inside. Something opens inside. And so, there are many ways to hide. And of course, my my favorite straw man, or straw, straw woman, is the computer. And texting, you can really hide. Uh, You don't have to see someone. (laughs) You can just, you know, text something and send it out into the ether. But here, we show up full, fully. I'm here to be seen, not just to be texted to. I'm here to be seen. And I'm here to see, to actually see you, in your fullness, in your completeness. So think about the ways that we hide from being seen. And there are lots of reasons why we hide. And also the ways we resist seeing others, but only bring our preconceptions with us. To the way we see things. So there's a deep practice here in this Zulu greeting. I am here to be seen. I see. Good practice. Please return your cushions back to their original location.